dad built a cathedral to a local pastime. What are you trying to resurrect here anyway? People need to believe that we can be better. You're a washed up quarterback who couldn't play in college. I'm a lawnmower salesman. It is not enough for me. Brothers sparring. Tale as old as time. People only love the good guys. As much as they hate the bad. Wrestlers. Is who we are. Hello, everyone. You listen to the TV Zone podcast presents Heels. And for this episode, I am your host, Jay. And along with me to talk about the pilot episode of Star Series Heels, the one and only moneymaker, Chris. Chris, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Nice to be back here talking about a TV show once again. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like we was talking about before um, we started this, like, is going to be a little different than what we've done in the past with TV series because we're not actually going to cover the entire series. We're just talking about the pilot episode um, of Heels, uh, which is funny that it's titled Kayfabe, right? Yes. Um, so, so, yeah, I decided to bring you along on uh, this uh, little trip to Duffy, Georgia, fictional town of Duffy, Georgia. Duffy, Duffy Georgia, not, yep. Yeah, it does not exist. <laughs> no. Um, so, um, right off the bat, uh, the fact that we both are wrestling fans, um, that's kind of one of the reasons why I recommended the show to you mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but before we get into talking about the show, just Based off of me trying to get you to watch the show and probably some clips or anything that you saw, um, what were your initial impressions about going into this series? I was very intrigued because I heard you mention it multiple times, like how you enjoyed the show, and I heard other people talking good about this show. So I was definitely intrigued. And I kept saying, I want to watch the show. I want to watch the show. And when you said you wanted to do this episode, it just gave me even more incentive to actually, you know, sit down and watch watch um watch an episode. And obviously being wrestling fans, that gravitated to me as well. So I definitely wanted to check it out being a wrestling fan. You know, you don't see that many wrestling related shows these days. So that definitely sparked my interest. So I definitely wanted to check it out. And I overall I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it, but yeah, it was definitely something I was looking looking forward to. But like I said, between you and other people, you know, I've been hearing a lot of great things about the Heels series. Okay, all right, cool. Um, so for for me, because I I'm all up to date and current with the show, where you are mm-hmm. starting at the beginning. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm 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 going to be doing my best. I mean, even though I have like a format of how I'm going, I'm going to be doing my best to not you know mess around and spoil anything because we're mm-hmm. we're just strictly sticking to the pilot episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so like i said the pilot episode titled kayfabe which as we as wrestling fans kind of know what that means as far as you know keeping up the facade if if yes. me and chris were you know you know in a feud in in wrestling or something you know, we we couldn't be seen out in public together, you know. Exactly. Having lunch, having dinner or something yeah. like that. We, we, we couldn't do that. We got to protect the business. Yeah, they'd be like, wait a minute. I just saw them on TV beating the hell out of each other. Now they out here at the bar hanging out. Like, what is oh, this? Having, having a good old time. Like, what, what, what is that? Come on now. Like, what is this nonsense? So, um, so basically, uh, I'm going to go through the, um, the cast and the creators real quick um now as far as the cast before i go through everybody um it's kind of safe to say that you probably were only familiar with two of the cast members yes and and, and, and that being um one of the main stars of uh, steven mill as jack mm-hmm. speed 
You know, it, mm-hmm. he's he's famous for um, playing at, on Arrow, and of course, he made some wrestling appearances him, his, himself. Mm-hmm. He did, yep. Which is which is ironic because people who don't know, Stephen Miller actually he he was involved with Cody Rhodes once upon a time at SummerSlam. <laughs> and he also had a match at the inaugural All In, which, you know, before AEW was actually a real company, the All In event, he had a freaking wrestling match on that card. I forgot about that one. I remember the stuff with Cody, but I forgot about that one. Yeah. See? That's right. So, yeah, so it's like he's been, you know, around with wrestling for a while now. Um, he has. He definitely has. And I had if, um one of my friends met. I think it was this year. He was at a convention. He met him this year. Got a, got a picture with him this year at a convention. Okay. All right, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So we have uh Stephen Mill as Jack Spade. Mm-hmm. Um. Alexander Ludwig as Ace Spade. Mm-hmm. Allison, um, uh, the third Bella twin because she definitely looks like one of the Bellas. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know if you caught it, but she. I didn't. I didn't catch it. I had to take a look. I had to take a look at her again. I didn't. I didn't, she, I didn't get that. But. but for me, she do. She kind of look like the dog on Bella Twins. Um, okay. Allison Luff as Stacy Spade, Mary McCormick as Willie D, which is an interesting name. Um, Kelly uh, Berglund as Crystal Tyler, Alan Modondo as Rooster. And some guy named James Harrison Jr. as Apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have uh, Chris Brower as Wild Bill Hancock. Trey Tucker as Bobby Penn. Robbie Ramos as Diego Cottonmouth. Another interesting name. Mm-hmm. And we will end it with Duke Davis Roberts as Big Jim Kitchens. So that's pretty much like our main cast that we get to kind of follow around in this episode. Um, it was this episode was directed by Peter Siegel, and the creators for this series is Michael Waldron. He's the creator and the writer. Um, and then there's Dario Polina as as executive story editor. And Michael Malley, who we only see in this episode on a uh, promotion for his uh, Florida wrestling dystopia, mm-hmm. a.k.a. TNA. TNA. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's actually an uh, executive producer, showrunner, but he actually has a story. He You actually see more of him later as the series goes along. So he's like a recurring character as well um and he's a he's a wild dude too um and everything um just with the cast and everything um how did you feel about the fact that they decided to set this not in like a wwe or wcw which actually gets mentioned a few times in this episode or even an aew but it's in a small indie promotion like how did you feel about that's where they decided to set this um story it's kind of thinking outside of the box because you would think with a show like this they would try to have like oh like a big time like a wwe type of company that would go for that but no they decided to go the indie route and give it a more of a more of a personal feel to it i i actually like that i like that for trying something different because you wouldn't you wouldn't expect for something like this. You think they would go for like I said, more of the big, flashy type of company, but they said no more of an intimate, you know, indie family business type of thing. I, I actually, I actually like that. I like that, that gave a nice little twist to the show. I, I, I like that. I like that. Like I say, thinking outside the box. Yeah, because I mean, they definitely could have went that other route, but they could have. Yeah, yeah. But most but most it, people probably would have if they were doing a show like this. I would think. Yeah, and. And it's kind of cool, like how the fact that we we don't just we're not just seeing them as wrestlers. We you know we're kind of seeing them as real people. Mm-hmm. So going to church and everything like that too. So yeah. Um. So the episode it kicks off with um we kind of get into the end of a match between Jack Spade, who's the 
the Duffy Wrestling League heavyweight champion versus Big Jim. And Jack ends up winning the match. And then Ace comes out with his valet crystal and he challenges Ace next week for the title and everything. You know, the whole heel and babyface promo. The old school heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, they had a little back and forth uh, promo and then it's over. Um and then after that we get a glimpse of like everybody backstage, you know, talking everything out, congratulating each other and stuff like that. Um, so my next question to you is mm-hmm. like what do you think about and just like I said, just this of the character of Jack Spade? Oh, what I think of the character of Jack? Yeah. Oh, um, he seems like a very interesting character, like within, like as as his actual wrestling character, and then you know his, you know, outside of the wrestling thing too, because he's kind of it's the family business, and he seems like um, correct me if I'm wrong, like I guess the father passed away and they kind of left him in charge. I don't know. He's like writing the scripts and everything. He seems like he's kind of the more in charge than what his younger brother is. Like, yeah, he's got more like control and say over like how the company's run. Cause he was like planning the matches and the storylines and stuff. Is that, am I correct with that? Yeah. Um, yes. Cause they do mention, they do mention about the dad uh, passing away. Oh, well actually they do mention cause towards the end of the episode when Ace and um, Jack getting ready to go out for their match. Mm-hmm. We we know for a fact that uh, the dad he committed suicide mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, he had passed away, and Jack was left in charge. Where whereas Ace is still trying to figure his way around things, but he's like a sensation type. So mm-hmm. he kind of has a weird spot, you know, as far as well. The crowd comes to see me, but I want to be more involved with the behind the scenes. Type exactly, of thing. I, I, that's the exact type of vibe I got from him. Yeah, he wants to be like you know more seen. Like, hey, you know, I'm the guy that's coming to see me, but you know, I want to have more more say, more control, kind of like what Jack has. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. I, I just like how Jack is in this episode. Could we get to see him? I feel like. In this episode, Jack has the the hardest role to play, really. Agreed. One hundred. Yeah, because he's the family man. You know, you know he he's married to Stacy. They got the young son Thomas, and you know he's trying to juggle that. But then too, he got to deal with everything of you know being in charge of uh, the DWL and everything. He's got a lot on his plate. Right. And the fact that he's he's basically um Tony Khan in a way where not only is he in charge, but he's he's writing the storyline. So so basically he's booking the matches. Yeah. And writing the storylines and everything. Like, what are you mm, doing? Yeah, because you see him there with a the laptop, you know, doing stuff. I said, Yeah, I said, man, this guy, <laughs> this guy's got a lot of work on his hands. Yeah, so it, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, you just mm-hmm. imagine if if you were trying to like juggle all of that. You trying to juggle your home life, and you know having to deal with all these different personalities, and that's, trying to you know run this company. Yeah, that, that's 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 definitely not an easy thing to do. And sometimes you know you and also too you don't want to take that stuff home with you to the wife and the kid and everything. You want to kind of keep that separate. But also you thinking too like, oh man, I gotta. Book these matches, like these storylines, we gotta take care of this, and you know, I gotta think about my home life too. That's a lot to try to juggle. It's, it's not a, it's not easy at all. So I, def- I definitely felt for him <laughs> in this episode. I said, well, man, got a lot, a lot he's thinking about. Yeah, and I mean we get to see it, you know, in firsthand in this episode. Uh, because there's a conversation with him and Willie about the fact that you know the Duffy Dome is uh you know, it's in kind of in, in rough shape. It's it is. Deep. It is. It, 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 it definitely needs some work. It needs some maintenance. <laughs> right? So you got that. You know, you got the whole, you know, animosity between him and Ace. Ace, yeah. Um, And Those then... Sibling there. 
yeah, which is is not it's more of a personal thing which bleeds into the mm-hmm. business side. Yes, yes. That's that's, so, that's definitely how I took it. Because usually it's the other way around. Usually it's mm-hmm. like is business and then it bleeds into the personal where this mm-hmm. they've had this kind of animosity with each other, it seems like before mm-hmm. you know. It's just now that they both involved with the family business per se, it's heightened that mm-hmm. and everything. So, yeah, so that that's kind of different that they decided to go that route with that. Um mm-hmm. so like I say, we of course we we've talked a little bit about Jack and Ace. Uh, but we get to meet, you know, a bunch of the other, you know, wrestlers for the for uh, for DWL, we get to meet, uh, of course, um, Diego Cottonmouth, which, like mm-hmm. I said, that's a, that's what, a, what a name, right? What a Diego name. We get to meet him. <laughs> um, we meet Bobby Penn, who's like the new guy, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Apocalypse, Rooster, uh, Big Jim, and everything, and of course, there's Crystal, who's Ace's valet, but she she really is itching to get into the locker room, you know. Yes. And everything, because you know the conversation that she has with Willie about, you know, I can wrestle and everything, and it's like Willie, like get out of here, like you don't belong here, like I do, but you don't. <laughs> um. So, like, just you know, meeting these characters and everything, like, how do you feel about them, and is there anyone? You feel that was like a bit of a standout for you? Um, obviously the apocalypse character. Obviously, you know James Hesson. He looks, <laughs> he looks like he should be. I mean, he's just huge, just big old, big old guy. I liked, um, I like Chris. I like the uh, Crystal's character too, because like I said, she was, you know, very, you know, curious. Like, hey, you know, I want to get in the ring too. I want to see. I want to see more of her. Actually, let her you know get in the ring and everything. She was kind of stood out to me as well. Um, like I said, you got an interesting group of people here. A nice mix of you know different personalities and everything too. But um, those two fights stood out to me the, the most so far. Okay. Um, I, I did find it interesting that because um, even though yeah, you do get a bit about Crystal, um, Apocalypse is kind of interesting, like. He's a because like I say anyone who knows who watched football know he played for the Steelers and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you know who he is. So, oh yeah. But what's crazy about it is like he somewhat has a back seat in a mm-hmm. sense because the more the focus on like the supporting characters in this episode is you get the whole thing with Crystal, mm-hmm. um, Big Jim. You know, he's like, a, you know, he kind of going through the thing. And then, of course, we find out towards the end of the episode, I'm retiring. <laughs> I'm going mm-hmm. to be a family man. Family know? man, yep. And everything. Yep. So we get a lot of them. And then, of course, Rooster and Bobby, you know, they kind of around almost kind of cracking jokes and, and the same mm-hmm. thing with Diego um, mm-hmm. and everything. Um, so one thing I want to ask you, too, was. Mm-hmm. For this episode, uh, what were a few things that you felt that the episode did right to like grab you in as a viewer and also just as a wrestling fan? This is a wrestling show. I mean, first off, the title, you know, kayfabe. I mean, obviously, if you're a wrestling fan, that's going to definitely draw your attention. You know, kayfabe, you know, protecting the business and everything. That definitely got me, caught my attention too. And also the um the stuff between uh Ace and Jack was very interesting. Like I said, you know, a lot I mean I figure that's very relatable, even if you're not like a wrestling person, you know, if you got brother, sister and everything, you can kind of relate to that kind of dynamic between the two of them. You know, you've probably been been there yourself personally with um with family members, like whether if you have a brother or sister or anything like that. So I figured that was a very relatable aspect of the show. Too, and like you, like we were talking about earlier, like I said, the fact that they didn't go the big promotion that made it more like the indie 
feel. I think that definitely made it stand out too because, like I said, it gave it more of a, it gave the show more of an intimate feel to it by like having it being like a more like an indie indie promotion because in the in the indie wrestling scene, like if you're a wrestling fan, the indie wrestling scene is huge right now. There's a lot of great independent wrestling promotions like that. So you got a show that's focusing on like an independent promotion. I think that's probably huge. I mean, if you're an indie wrestler right now, you probably look at heels like, oh, wow, I can relate to a lot of stuff that's going on in the show. So I think it's relatable to a lot of people that's, you know, fans like us and also two people that are probably, you know, independent wrestlers. They probably can look at this and kind of relate to a lot of stuff that's going on in the show too. So I think it's a, that was a very, like I said, that was a smart move. It made it a lot of relatable to a variety of different people, I feel. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree. Um, especially with the fact that you know these, you know these guys and women also. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. even though you know they show up every week, you know they have a, you know, a good fan base, a solid loyal fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, but at but at the same time, you know they known in the community because you know yeah. we we okay. get we get to see you know. Of them, you know, going to church and everything, and people know who mm-hmm. they are. Or when, mm-hmm. uh, when Ace and Jim or go to the convenience store, and and even though Ace, who's supposed to be the good guy, he's not a, such a good guy in that not scene. Not that lady, though. He wasn't good to yeah, her. Yeah, and, and and you know, you kind you kind of put yourself, you know, you saw yourself as Jim. Like, I, I don't even know what to say to this. Like, dude, yeah, you lost words. Yeah, you just eviscerated this lady like that, and you supposed to be. The good one, Jack is the exactly. bad one. Exactly. But, so how do you take that? Yeah, and it's like, ugh. And yeah, it's not a good look at all. Yeah, so I mean, and like I say, they have regular jobs. Jim talking about, you know, yeah, I love, I love wrestling, but I, wrestling is not paying my bills. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I got a baby now, and I got, you know, mm-hmm. I got a wife, I got a kid. Yeah, wrestling not paying my bills, so yeah, I gotta, no. I gotta, I gotta give it up to support my family. That's some real stuff. Like I said, that's real stuff that people can relate to. You know, doing what you gotta do. Maybe it's one passion and everything, but hey, I got bills stuff to pay. I got a family stuff to do. This, this ain't, this ain't cutting. This, this, this ain't paying the bills. Yeah. So, and I mean, we 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 see that with a with a lot of you know wrestlers, especially like mm-hmm. indie wrestlers, but oh, even yeah. some. You know, even some that have probably, you know, had a fairly decent career, they retire and then they go on and, you know, they they have regular jobs. Um, okay. I think probably the most well known would be uh, what Felix uh, Kemper from um, TNA. I think he's he was like a manager for I forgot what I forgot what restaurant it was, but yeah, he was a ma- he he went on to be a manager and it's like. Dude was like one of the best uh, X division wrestlers in TV. Oh my god, yes, he was great talent. And I mean that, that he retired, and that's what he you know went to do because again, wrestling was not wrestling didn't continue to pay his bills, so mm-hmm. he went on and you know did that, um, mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, I mean just from like say how how they put it out there, like yeah, these these are regular people, regular who, people, yeah. Exactly. Who, who just have this, you know, knack and itch for being wrestler. a wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and then too, because I, I didn't mention him, but um the fact that we we are introduced to Wild Bill, <laughs> who comes mm, in yes. that damn suit, that damn snakeskin suit. I know, right? <laughs> and everything. And because I don't know if you caught it or not, he actually Cause they, the way they say it, you know, he 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 worked up north, and everybody who knows wrestling know what working up north meant. Oh yeah, I caught that, I caught that too. <laughs> so he coming back because you know back in the day, him and Tom Spade, who's the dad, King Spade, you know they were really good friends, and you know his pictures up on the wall and everything. But he made it to the big time, so mm-hmm. you know now he coming back because. This is another thing that kind of draws even more to the rivalry between Jack and Ace is the fact that Wild Bill is coming there to get Ace because, you know, the brass, they've seen Ace and they feel like, yeah, he can come and be in our developmental, a.k.a. NXT. NXT, yeah, NXT. <laughs> right? Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> but they see him as a future star and everything, which of course Jack is not happy about. So that's just a little bit more, you know, fuel Added on the, the fuel, fire. Right, to the fire, so to speak. Yeah. Yep. So, um, okay, so those are a couple of things that worked for you. Uh, was there anything that stood out to you that you probably was like, eh, this didn't really, you know, fit or I wasn't really feeling? Is anything like that kind of sticks out in this episode? Necessarily off a hand. I think that for the for, for me personally, for the most part, I think you know, being the pilot episode, I liked a lot of things that they were doing. I kind of liked the direction that they were going with a lot of stuff. Like for this first episode, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I can't think of nothing off the top of my head. No. Okay. Um. And for for me, uh, I say the same. It, it just because I remember when when I first watched it, because I'm I was going into it thinking, okay, how this gonna go. And everything, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. when it when I'm sitting there watching, it's like, okay, this is different in a very good way. Yes, I got that same feel. Yes, because they because again, I was expecting oh, like Duffy the you know Duffy was gonna be like this big indie promotion. No, it's actually it's relatively small. Small, like, yeah. Is mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think even uh, Wild Bill even says it like this is community theater. Basically. Theater, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you this is something that the community comes out and just supports mm-hmm. and everything. So it's, it's very family oriented, like you said earlier, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's nothing that really sticks out in a bad way for me either. Mm-hmm. Um, so is because clearly I know you're going to continue watching because now yes. you watched the pilot episode. So now if we get into a few questions regarding that. So the first thing I'm gonna ask you is, what is something that is on your wish list for the show as you continue to watch? Oh. Like something that you want to, like you want to see. I'd want to see if they actually let Crystal get in the ring because she seems like she's very knowledgeable. She actually wants. The, wants the shot to see what she can do. I want to see if they actually let her give her an opportunity to see what she can do. She actually wrestled. That's something I would like to see. Well, well, all I would say to that is keep watching. That's all I would okay. say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 So, um, let's see. So, the next question I'm going to ask you is this. Now, clearly we know that Ace and Jack are like the two main stars. Like the, the show is basically going to revolve around the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is there any supporting character? And I don't know because because you, you said Crystal regarding what you would like to see more. So I'm, I don't know. Maybe her storyline might be the answer that you might give. I don't know. But is there another supporting character? storyline that you really want to see you know as the series goes along to see exactly where we will go with them um yeah outside of just the stuff with um ace and jack um probably right i definitely want to see more of um More with Crystal, and also too, like you said, he's he was kind of taking a back seat a little bit. Um, the Apocalypse character, I want to see more of him. What happens with him? Because, like I said, he he just looks the part. He just looks like he should just be a big old bruiser type of person. He looks the part. So I want to see if they give him more of an opportunity to kind of take charge and have an actual storyline there too. I'd like to see some more with Apocalypse because I think he looks the part. <laughs> he looks the part. Well, he, 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 I mean, James Harrison really seemed like he got in shape for this. And... He did. I was like, oh. I said, okay. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to see, 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 see some stuff with him. They could, they could definitely, because he, like he looks like a wrestler. He looks yeah, like he, he does. Like, yeah, he does. Yeah, anybody who don't know who he is, they probably think, oh, I wonder who he wrestled for in real life. And exactly. It's like if you're not familiar with him, you know, playing football and everything, you probably think like, oh, this guy's a former, you know, <laughs> former current wrestler. Who would yep. take that? Now, if you didn't know his backstory. Uh, I definitely right. want to see some stuff with him. So, um, 
before I ask the last question regarding the series, I'm gonna ask you this. So mm-hmm. the whole tension, the thing that builds up between Ace and, and Jack, it comes to a head in the match um mm-hmm. at the end of the episode where they go out to have their match because the whole thing is that this is supposed to be Ace's last match. Mm-hmm. You know, Wild Bill is taking him up north and to make him a big star and everything mm-hmm. after this. And the whole thing is Ace is kind of furious about the fact that he's not winning the title because Jack wrote it as such. Like, mm-hmm. no, you're not going to win. But mm-hmm. you get to leave, you know, as a face, a fan favorite, but they still love you. But because I'm still going to be here, which is what he tells her. I'm still going to be here and I have to continue to write stories for people that's going to be here. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be about you. So they still having this kind of riff with each other and everything. And they literally almost get into a doggone fight in the tunnel. Yeah, I said, oh, boy, they're going to come to blows. Which Apocalypse literally had to break up. He did, yo, right? he did. He said, break it up, break it up. <laughs> so they go out and, you know, Jack goes out first, which I always, anytime, you know what, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It just for some reason, Jesse Ventura's voice is always, burn into the back of my head whenever the champion walks out first because he always yells why is the champion coming out first mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. you know he always yells that out right because mm-hmm. he's it's like he would be pissed about that the champion mm-hmm. come out first mm-hmm. so jack walks out first you know basically doing his stone cold impersonation basically yeah um and then of course ace comes out now let me ask you this do to you, to you, uh, if I'm a look wise, does Ace kind of re- resemble Edge to you? I can see that a little bit. I can see, I can see, I can see a little Edge in him. Okay, because I, I, I don't. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, no, I, I, I can definitely see. I can definitely see a little bit of Edge in Ace. I definitely, I definitely do. Yeah, because I've been when the when the show first started. That's what everybody kind of said. Like, yeah, he kind of. I wonder if they did it on purpose, like model him to kind of, you know, from. His gear and everything, it resembles Edge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It definitely definitely does. Like I, thought, I don't know if that was done on purpose or not, but I can definitely see the resemblance. Well, I definitely think it was done on purpose. Because um, one thing it seems like about the show, like, they they know their wrestling history um, mm-hmm. and everything. And I'm talking about the, like, the, the writers and the creators, because... Mm-hmm. That conversation that that um, Jack and Jim have on the on the on water tower, and they talking about WCW and talking about state, which made me think about myself, you know, because you know I tell everybody like the first match I remember watching was Sting and Ric Flair mm-hmm. on Clash of Champions, and I was hooked on that. But the match that Jack was talking about was from Great American Bash. Because he's talking about the, when he with the roll up and and Sting win the title and then he yeah he does he jumps on the microphone he says Ric Flair's the greatest champion it's like what like wait mm-hmm. a minute so yeah I mean it, you know that's that's the thing we all have that moment where we remember oh, yeah. like when we first got into wrestling um folks are saying yeah um and everything so they go out you know for this match and. Wild Bill is watching from the rafters, you know, and everything, and everybody's you know cheering on Ace because they feel he's gonna he's gonna beat Big Brother, you know, and get the title and everything. Mm-hmm. And now this feels like, you know, because I mean you'll get a kick out of this when I say this. So this is basically the Duffy screw job. Yes. I wrote that in my notes. That's the first thing I thought. I said, the dumbest screw job. And it went down. Yes. Because basically, you know, Jack was like, man, you ain't leaving with my belt. And mm-hmm. since since Big Jim is retiring, we can't do this, uh, you know, double turn that I want to do. So basically, I'm going I'm to screw you, basically. Mm-hmm. And he wait for Ace to turn his back. He runs and basically knees him in the back, gets him down on the ground, and puts him in this submission move where he basically like gonna break his arm. And he's mm-hmm. he's telling the ref, he's like, hey, he's like, he's like Jack, lighten up. He's like, well, the ref, that's what he said. Like Jack, lighten up. I say, well, I guess you better call it <laughs> and everything. And right before he basically snaps his arm because Ace is crying, 
rings the bell and the match is over. And the people are furious. Furious. Oh, they are not happy at all with this outcome. And then Ace gets up. He he punches out Jack, you know, with everything. The, like I said, the fans are throwing garbage, which makes me think about WCW. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and everything. So my question to you about that is, do you? How do you feel? Do you think Jack was right or wrong for what he did regarding the belt? I mean, that's a that's a tough call. I'm sure he didn't want it to have to come down to that, but I guess at the end of the day, he had to do quote unquote what was best for business because they obviously he's gonna be around so he can't just let you know him walk out of there without you know taking the title and everything it would have been better it would have been nice if they have been able to come out with a different outcome but i mean his hands are really tied that he had to be i guess like i said he had to do what he had to do to get the you know to keep that belt so he was, he was put in a tough position is that that wasn't an easy decision at all but i Get him doing what he ultimately had to do. It might not have been the best decision, but I understood what he was coming from. It's like I say, his hands were tied. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. I'm, but okay, but if he couldn't get Jim to do it, he could have got somebody else to to come out and do the whole scenario that he wanted. To yeah. Do. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, but I think he really wanted, because in essence, he really screwed Ace over. He did. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like, well, I would destroy everything if it if it means you don't get what you want. Want that? Yeah, that kind of made. So yeah, it's like a double edged sword. I guess it's all it about is. how, how really we perceive. That, 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 that's a tough, that's a tough, tough, tough call. I I'd hate to be in that position of having to make that call. Yeah. So the fans do not go home happy that night. No, they they they, 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 they were pissed. They were throwing stuff. They, they were not happy at all. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's pretty much how the episode ends with with that. Um, so mm-hmm. the last question that I have is based on this pilot episode, um, how would you how would you sell it or recommend it to someone who has not watched it? Anything like you feel like this would be a show like hey, you know, if since you if you're into wrestling or if you're not really into wrestling, but you just feel it has a good story or anything like that, how would you you know, basically sell it to someone who hasn't seen it. I would basically tell them, I mean, obviously, if you're a, you know, a wrestling fan, I think you'll get, obviously, you'll get a kick out of it, you know, from the wrestling aspect of it. But even if you're not a wrestling fan, just with the whole, like, kind of family dynamic too i think that would sell a lot of people as well because that's a lot of you know a lot of people like i said that don't even necessarily watch um watch wrestling can relate to the family side of the show so i would tell them like i say at least watch the pilot episode give it a try see what you see if you like it see if you want to watch more episodes i think it will definitely it's definitely it's definitely worth a, it's definitely worth a watch because it's I think it's a little something something in there for everybody. Like say if you're a wrestling fan, if you're not a wrestling fan, it's definitely something in there that I think that will kind of grab your grab your attention. Like I think say this this isn't a show I would say it's just solely for wrestling fans. I think it's something in there that I think everybody could enjoy. So I say just, you know, I say just Give, give give it a try. Give 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 it a try. I think it's definitely something in there that I think you will definitely catch your interest. All right. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Because. Yeah. On is is basically you know on the surface level. Yeah, it's about wrestling, but it's a lot more. It's a lot. It's a lot more. It's not just solely strictly strictly just wrestling. There's something. There's stuff on there. I think that a lot of people they could relate to and kind of gravitate to. And say, oh, this is not too bad. 
Okay, so I mean, for me, that's um, all the questions I have for the episode. Um, did you have any other uh, questions or anything else you wanted to talk talk about in regards to the episode? I think we covered the main the main stuff, but I'm glad I finally watched the episode, yes. and I'm definitely in, I'm definitely intrigued to watch more. One of those things, like, oh man, this was awful. Wow. This again. I was definitely, especially, especially the way it ended. I said, "Oh, I, I can't wait to watch the next next episode to see what see what happens next." It definitely, it definitely drew my attention with that, especially the way, the way things ended. It, it kind of left you like, "Hmm, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen?" You know, moving forward too. Yeah. Um. So, and one thing about it is the fact that it's not a each season is not long because it's, what's funny is that. Uh, season two is about to end, so mm-hmm. you have. I think you have enough time, you know, to catch up by time season three. Because I mean, we don't know exactly when season three might happen, especially with the writers' season three. Uh, I mean, it should be um and everything, but with the writer strike, uh, you know, we don't oh, know yeah, exactly right, yeah. when. Because we don't know exactly when. Yeah, okay, could they have already filmed season three or did they start filming season? Then they had to stop. We don't know. So, um, because, you know, they can't, right now, you know, they can't talk about nothing. Nothing, right, 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 right. The strike going on, right. They can't talk about it. They can't promote it um, and everything like that. Or if the main star of the show, he comes out and, you know, he basically puts his foot in his mouth, talking to, you know, and then he ends up on the picket line, like, yeah, I'm here to support because I want y'all to watch my show type of thing. Yes, I'm talking about Stephen Amell. Because mm-hmm. he did do some, he did say some nonsense regarding the writer's strike, and people did basically beat him up about it. And then next thing you know, he was out there on the picket line, you know, in solidarity with his brothers and sisters, you know, and everything. Because nah. he wants people to watch the show. And th- the crazy thing about it is that it's a very good show. Mm-hmm. And it it sucks at the fact that, you know, you, the only people that can promote it is us as the fans, really. Mm-hmm. Right, right now, is, you know, right we now. the only ones that can that can basically promote it. Because I do, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a show that should be watched. Um, yeah. The same thing with uh, with Winning Time on uh, Max. You know, that's a, that's another show. It's a very good show. Mm-hmm. A lot of people should watch. You know, shows like this. These are shows that people really should check out. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot deeper than, you know, what the main focus or what is the perceived main focus of each show is. It's, it's a lot more than this. That plus, there's some really good acting on the shows too, mm-hmm. um, and everything. So, so I'm glad that you that you enjoyed the first episode. I and, did. I definitely did. I thank you for recommending it. And like I said, hopefully you you let me know like. Like as you watch the episodes, because I know you're gonna be like, "Oh, that person showed up." Because I, I told nah. you, that person is in in the show. You know, mm-hmm. he, you know he he's an old guy who worked with children, um, and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 pops up. I think episode three or four. I think that's when he pop up, mm-hmm. the first time when he pops up. Mm-hmm. Um and everything, but yeah, um, because I, I do, I I'm curious to see like what do you think about like definitely season one and then also mm-hmm. two because season two, all I say about season two, I feel like they will they really went up a notch mm-hmm. as far as certain things go, like especially with characters, certain characters they they really get to shine a lot more in season two. Mm-hmm. Like so I won't say who, but okay, okay. But like I say, you continue to watch and you you kind of understand like who I'm talking about because all I say is this: there was one scene in an uh, episode from season two that really that really got to me a little bit. Mm, okay, yeah, because I I've never seen a scene done exactly like that in a movie or a TV show. Okay, so. That says a lot because you, you watch a lot of stuff. That that that, that says a lot. <laughs> yeah, because it, I was, ex- I was, because the way it was going, I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, it's gonna go this way. But then mm-hmm. they kind of hit that curveball on me. It's like, oh, wait a minute, 
I was not expecting that. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, so, yeah, like I said, it's definitely a, a very good show to check out. Like I said, it's on Stars. Um, you know, for anyone who's listening to the episode and you haven't checked out, you know, Heels yet, definitely check it out um, and everything like that. Uh, so, Chris, that is pretty much for this episode. Thanks for coming on. And no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, matter of fact, if you get through season one, I mean, we could always come back and talk about the pilot episode for season two. So, okay. Sounds so, good. I say, um, and everything like that. Uh, is there anything you would like to promote or plug? Sir? Oh, yes. Um, just follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23, as well as at the Moneymaker 315. Check out the Grand Slam podcast, which is on this network, TV Zone Podcast and Network. Also, uh, three and out podcast for the football season. Check that out as well. I'm actually going to be recording another episode tomorrow with my friend DeAndre, who you heard on the last episode. We'll be talking about. All the action that went down in week one. So definitely check that out. And also check out We Talk Next podcast. Um, we had Jay on the last episode joining me and Keita. So definitely check that out as well. Well, I know you and DeAndre going to have a lot to talk about. Um, oh, yes. Especially oh, yes. with... You're probably going to spend more time talking about a person than how long they actually freaking played. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Lord. Oh, my. Yeah, we will definitely be covering that tomorrow. Oh, yes. Good grief. You know, before we get off here, I I actually, I was actually watching the game on ESPN, too, because I was watching it with Peyton and Eli talking about it. Same. That's how I watch Monday Night Football. I watch the Manning cast. I don't even watch the regulars. I watch the Mannings. And Peyton. If Peyton went through a wide range of emotions, <laughs> with he that. did. He really did. <laughs> but, but what made, but what really got me was that he was furious that he had to talk about Zach Wilson. I you don't blame him. You I can, don't blame him one bit. I just, mean, I'm, he's just mad that you do all this preparation. You know to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. He goes down. Now you got to talk about Zach Wilson. It's like, oh. <laughs> I mean, he was trying. He was doing his best to try to be professional, but it it was like it was very obvious. Like I don't want to talk about Zach Wilson. Like, yeah, I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. Like he was like, yeah, okay, well, maybe maybe I got to talk about him from like a maybe you know a series or two, a half, maybe mm. you know whatever. But when when he saw when he saw Aaron with his with his jersey and his pads off, he was like, oh, he was like, oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh no, he like, was furious. <laughs> so that I mean, yeah, I I get a joy out of watching them because again, yeah, you're right. Because one thing I I've never liked Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, and then it's like y'all bring them to Monday Night Football, like really, mm-hmm. like I don't care about Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Yeah, like that. I never hated them, but I wasn't crazy about them neither. I never like, like I said I could tolerate them, but I was never like oh my god, I gotta see Aikman and Joe Buck. Yeah, like ugh. Yeah, I, I, I just watched with the Manning. They're they, they way more entertaining. Yeah, and I mean, Eli. They have guests and everything on there, too. That's right. Cause, let's see, because they had John McEnroe. And even McEnroe even said, like, yeah, even McEnroe, yeah. <laughs> he was like, you don't want to talk about Zach Wilson. And Paige just had this look on his face, like, <laughs> like what the hell? Mm-hmm. <sighs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much for this episode because, I mean, we could end up turning this into a doggone football podcast at this point with everything that went on over the weekend. Um, As far as for me, of course, uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine, it's, even though it's X. Yeah, Twitter. It's still Twitter. Yeah, still Twitter. It's, it's, it's I Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care what uh, fake Tony Stark says um, yeah. and everything. Um, you can follow me over there um, at the J Giles. Um, of course, you can follow the Twitter page for TV Zone, uh, TV Zone podcast, under, TV Zone underscore podcast. And of course, you can find all of our episodes, uh, J Movie Talk, and as well as the shows hosted by Chris, the, the Grand Slam podcast that we do 
every yes. two weeks, which every we, two weeks. Yep. we 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 all we getting closer and closer to the playoffs here soon. We are, yeah. Not that much longer left in the season. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see who's gonna come out of the playoffs. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully uh, the uh, Atlanta Braves will will break the curse. Yes, yes, <laughs> they'll break the curse. Best record and actually make it to the freaking World Series. There you go. Um, but yeah, um, let's say the Grand Slam podcast as well as um, Three and Out. Um, wherever you listen to your podcast, just type in TV Zone Podcast Network. You can find all of our episodes like that. Um, also, if you like to check us out on the website, www.tvzonepodcastnetwork.com. Um, and everything like that. Definitely can check us out on the website and listen to all the shows on its individual um, listings and everything like that. Uh, again, thank you, Chris, for coming on to talk about the fictional Duffy Wrestling League, um, which I actually turned uh, WWE, WWE 2K to, um, into Duffy. Oh, yeah, just, nice. Yeah, I just, I just scrapped the whole thing and said, you know what? It's the Duffy, it's the Duffy League. Nice. So, was, I don't know. I was something just something just said, yeah, look and see if somebody went out there and did it. And they did. They, they did. I know. That's pretty yeah, cool. They, yeah, they, they did. I mean, everybody's there um for the most part. Even even, you know, I just I don't know. I just I just get away from regular wrestlers and I just turn it to like indie promotion stuff you know I don't know I, you know and everything like that so and now I'm, I think I might actually create a Florida wrestling dystopia and then you know kind of have them you know as two different be like a WWF and WCW there you go. I, might, I might do them like that there you go good creative yeah right so um But yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Thank everyone for listening. And until next time with maybe me and Chris, or I might be doing another one of these with someone else talking about another series. Well, pilot episode, not sure yet, but it's not goodbye. It's see you later. Until next time, peace. Peace out, guys. Bye.